0: Hey friend, welcome to the Talking About TTC podcast. My name is Lauren and I am not a doctor or an expert, but I am currently navigating the difficult season of life that is called trying to conceive. When my husband and I had our first loss, I went looking for a podcast to help me with the grief and the emotions that I was feeling, but I struggled to find one that was a good fit for me. And during that time, I truly felt so alone. I'm so grateful for the friends and family that were vulnerable and shared their struggles with us. So now, eight months into our journey, I finally decided that it was time for me to help other women and families who are facing similar struggles when trying to grow their family. My hope is that through this podcast, I can provide encouragement, some peace, and more importantly, a community so that others on their trying to conceive journeys do not have to feel so alone. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. I guess I could say to those of you who listened to the trailer episode, if you did listen to that, thank you so, so, so much for the support with that. I was so nervous, anxious, all the feelings about putting a podcast together and getting it out. But the feedback that I've received from you all and the support that I've received from the moment that I said that this was something that I wanted to do is so special to me and I really just want to say thank you and that I appreciate it so much. If you haven't listened to that trailer episode, please take a couple minutes, go listen to it. I think it'll give you a really good picture about what I want this podcast to be, not only for myself, but to be able to serve all of you. And I also had somebody reach out to me on one of my posts on the Instagram about how she said something along the lines of she hated that she could relate to this, but she was hoping that this could really help. And I I think that that sums it up so perfectly. I hate that all of us have this in common in one way or another, because that means that we've all been through the heartbreak or the sadness or whatever it might be. But I'm really hoping that this podcast, I've already seen it happen with just the trailer episode, but I'm really hoping that this podcast does exactly what I envisioned for it to do. And that was to create a community for all of us to be able to support each other uplift each other and just know that you have people in your corner because that is so important with today's first official episode of the podcast i want to start off by telling a little bit more of our story meaning my husband and i's experience over the last eight months And I just want to give a heads up, I will be talking about recurrent miscarriage and also our medical experience with all of this, so if that is something that might be a little bit difficult for you to hear, I totally understand, but I just want to throw that out there so that you have a heads up. Okay, when I think about where our story starts, the first thing that comes to mind for me is growing up when we're asked, what do you want to be when you get older? That was something I feel like so many of us are asked, right? And I always knew that I wanted to be a teacher. And that's kind of ironic, seeing as how I left teaching last spring. But I always knew I wanted to be a teacher. That was one thing. And I think between being a teacher and also coaching softball and coaching cheerleading growing up, and even just the fact that I babysat a ton growing up and I loved that, I also knew for as long as I can remember that I always wanted to be a mom. And I think a huge part of that has to do with the fact that I was being that positive role model, positive influence in other people's children's life. And I knew that I wanted to do the same thing. I wanted to be a part of bringing my own kids into this world and raising them to be awesome humans. And I think that there is so much blind optimism in that. I... I think even when my husband and I started dating and when we got engaged, he knew that I wanted to be a mom. I knew that he wanted to have kids. And we would talk about, you know, what sports our kids were going to play and, you know, the future vacations that we were going to have, the family traditions, all of that stuff that we just so blindly were like, yeah, this is this is going to happen for us. These are all the things that we're going to do. And we had this perfect vision of what our future was going to look like and I kind of laugh about that because I have always been the planner I've always known what I wanted to do with my life I've always known when I wanted to do it with my life and even when it doesn't shake out exactly how I planned it I it wasn't really until this season where I started to realize that my plan doesn't really mean much I can prepare for what we want but my plan doesn't really mean much and there is a bigger picture for our life and ultimately that is going to be what happens and so as we've been going through all of this it has been really hard to accept that we can do everything quote-unquote right and we can feel like we're ready and we can feel like we know what is best for us but ultimately That bigger plan for our life is going to be what unfolds. And making peace with that is really hard, but it has been something that has been so important for me. So in typical Lauren fashion, we had planned and after we got married in August, we were going to start trying to grow our family right away. And we were so lucky and in September we wound up having our first positive pregnancy test. But unfortunately, about a month after that, before we were even able to get in for our first ultrasound, we found out that we were going through our first miscarriage. And I think that that experience was obviously devastating. It was heartbreaking. Going back to the fact that we were just so blindly optimistic... We had no reason to think that this was going to be a part of our future. I think for the majority of us, none of us really think that infertility or loss or any of the struggles that we go through are going to be a part of our story. We didn't have any health conditions, nothing that gave us a heads up of like, hey, this might be something that you have to experience. So while we were nervous when we had that first pregnancy test that was positive, we you know, we didn't really think that we were going to experience a loss. And I also think that this experience was made a whole lot more difficult because for about a week, I just knew that something wasn't right. I knew something was wrong, and I'd reached out to our doctor's office and kind of just got dismissed I kept getting the oh that's normal oh you're fine and so finally about a week later my husband I said to him you know I I know something's wrong and I need you to take me to the hospital and that's when we started to get the ball rolling with getting answers and figuring out what was happening all of that to say trust your gut if you feel like something is not right if you feel like something is wrong trust your gut advocate for yourself go get things checked even if it turns out everything is perfect great then you have that peace of mind but for me I never expected to have to advocate for myself throughout all of this so you know we we struggled through that first loss we wound up finding an amazing doctor recommended by one of our family members who is no longer doing OB they're just doing GYN services but she was willing to take us in as patients, help us out. She was so kind. She listened. And that really helped us to heal as much as we could after that first loss. We decided that we wanted to start trying again fairly soon. So at the end of 2022, right around Thanksgiving, I think it was the week after Thanksgiving, we wound up having another positive pregnancy test. So at this point, Again, we were like, okay, we have read the statistics, you know, uh, a loss is really common, but we truly thought that this wasn't going to happen to us again. And for a while, everything seemed great. We had our first couple of appointments where we were able to see the baby's heartbeat, hear the baby's heartbeat, and because that doctor wasn't doing OB services anymore, we wound up having to switch to another doctor once we had confirmation of the pregnancy. So about a week after being at that new doctor, this was the end of January, we found out we were having our second miscarriage. And at that first appointment that we had with the new doctor, the they had a really hard time finding the heartbeat, but eventually they found the heartbeat and we were given the all clear, everything looks good. We scheduled our follow-up appointments, and we went home thinking that everything was okay. Again, the next few weeks as it unfolded, I feel like we were just not really taken seriously, and I don't know if it's, I hope this isn't like common in the medical world, but I feel like because this is something that happens to so many people, and it is, I don't really have another word other than, it's, it's kind of normalized for doctors, it's something that they see so often. I feel like the what we were getting was just a lack of empathy because it was something that they saw so frequently to them. This was just their you know, normal. It was sad, it was unfortunate, but it was normal for them. For us, this was the worst thing ever. I think almost that that second loss, even though we had already been through a loss one time before, this one was so much harder because We had seen the baby, we had heard the baby's heartbeat, we thought everything was okay. We kind of were able to take that deep breath, and then everything just hit us like a ton of bricks. And when we were trying to navigate that, again, we were met with some medical care that kind of dismissed some of our concerns. For example, I was told by the doctor, man, I really just thought you were going to be overreacting, but I guess there really was something wrong as we're finding out that our baby no longer had a heartbeat. So that was just kind of a slap in the face. And then there were just so many other things that I'm honestly not even comfortable sharing on here because they were just so bad. But nonetheless, again, we were having to constantly push back and advocate for ourselves and ask questions and and really fight for us to be taken seriously. And for us to make sure that I was getting the The quality medical care that I needed as we were going through this loss. This is a part of our story that truly just infuriates me, and I hope it doesn't happen to that many people, but as doctors in this field, you are with people in some of their most intimate medical times and also some of their most challenging medical times. So the lack of empathy, the lack of care, the lack of just taking Me and my husband, seriously, it blew my mind and it was so, so, so frustrating. It truly was like that old saying, kicking somebody while they're already down. That is exactly how that experience felt. Another thing that was really difficult with that second loss was because we had gotten to the point where we had the confirmation of pregnancy we saw the heartbeat we were pretty much at the end of the first trimester when we found out about the loss but that means we had already done the blood work to find out the gender we had already planned a gender reveal party with our families we had told our you know close friends we had told our family but when we got the okay everything was good at that first appointment at the new doctor we posted on social media since we were at the end of the first trimester we thought we were safe And so we posted on social media that we were expecting. You know, my friend came over, did my makeup. We did a little photo shoot in the house. We held up the sonogram and it was awesome. And then a few days later, it wasn't. We found out we were losing that baby and we had to kind of, in a way, walk that back, which was so hard. And so, you know, we wound up posting on social media that we were experiencing a loss. We shared that we had had one. Earlier that year, and in a way, I felt so dumb. Even though I wasn't dumb, even though I have no reason to call myself dumb, I felt so dumb because I was just beating myself up that we had shared the news and now we were having to share that we were also going through a loss. But a couple things to add here. One, our baby deserved to be celebrated no matter how short of a time period it was. And we felt so much love when we had posted that pregnancy announcement, and we're so thankful for that. But also, I truly think that everything happens for a reason, and I think we were meant to share about that pregnancy. I think we were meant to share about our losses, and I really don't think I would be here if we hadn't had that experience. I wouldn't be on this podcast if it hadn't been for that time. Sharing about that loss is when I started to realize just how many people were affected by infertility or miscarriage and also where we found some of our best help. After our first loss, I had, you know, a couple close friends who had been through this and I had reached out to them. So I knew it had happened to a couple people around me, but I did not know truly how many people go through this until we wound up having to post on social media what we were going through. And that was when I had people that I hadn't talked to in years or even random people that I maybe haven't met in person on social media but they reached out to me and they shared their experiences they thanked me for being willing to be vulnerable and share which in my mind I'm like okay well I don't really know what else I'm supposed to do you know we posted a week earlier that we were having a baby and now we're not so I don't know if I it just didn't feel right to like keep going as if everything was normal and eventually just have people put the pieces together. So, when I posted that on my social media and when my husband shared on his, that was when we started to really have people reach out to us and either help give us support or reach out to us and thank us for sharing because they were going through something and they were suffering essentially silently. They didn't know that there were all these other people that had been through it. And I think that that was where I really started to realize, okay, maybe there is some purpose that I can find in this. I also think it is so hard because as we're growing up, we spend so much energy and we're taught in school and things like that. We spend so much energy focusing on not getting pregnant that when you want to become pregnant, you think you're just going to do like all the quote-unquote right things and magically it's just going to happen, right? Like why why would you spend so much energy on not getting pregnant if when you want to get pregnant, you were going to have to go through these? It, just, it didn't click in my head. And that was one of my biggest frustrations was that I feel like – I just had no idea what we were getting ready to go through. And it felt like we were kind of just navigating this season that we had no roadmap for. I think for me, because of that expectation or that standard where you spend so much time focusing on not getting pregnant, that when we were trying to get pregnant and trying to bring a healthy baby into this world... I felt like my body was so broken. I felt like my body had betrayed me. And I said to Shane one day, I said, this is the one thing that my body is supposed to be able to do. And it feels like my body isn't figuring it out. And I was so frustrated with that because all of the answers that we were getting from the doctor, everything was normal. We had no explanation. There was no reason why we had now had this happen to us two times. And I felt like this was my fault, even though people tell you it's not. I felt like I did something wrong, or there's something that I could have done to prevent all of this, when in reality, there just isn't sometimes. And being at peace with that can be really difficult. It was also at this time that I started to feel so angry with God. I started to question Him. I didn't understand why we were having to go through this. I didn't understand why we were having to experience this pain. I know one day we're going to be amazing parents and it just felt to me, I was like, we are ready. You know, we have this beautiful house. We had started to clear out the room that we were going to make into the nursery. We had planned this. We talked about this. We're ready. So why not, God? Why not? And I started to become so, so angry and frustrated. And I really had to, I think I had to feel that. And I think that that's okay that I felt that way. But I think once I felt that, And I'm so lucky because one of my cousins who I had been talking to throughout all of this, um, I really promised myself I was going to get through this without getting choked up. That's okay. Um, One of my cousins who, you know, she is such a saint and she has been there for us this whole time, but... I was telling her how angry I was and I was telling her how frustrated and just mad I was and and one of the things that she said to me was that that was okay and she had said to me she said Lauren that's that's fine be angry be pissed off be mad but just don't stay there and I am so thankful for that because I think sometimes it is so easy to get stuck in the anger to get stuck in the the why not us mentality and honestly one of the things that i was most angry about was how angry i felt i hated feeling that way if you know me in real life that's just not me and so it doesn't make a whole lot of sense but i was so angry that i felt so angry so you know when she said that again it took some time but eventually i started to think about okay maybe Maybe we're given this for a bigger reason. Maybe we are experiencing this for some bigger purpose. And I didn't know what that looked like. And honestly, it took me a few months. We went back and forth between whether we wanted to try again. Uh, We weren't sure. It wasn't until we had gotten an appointment at the fertility clinic with our doctor that we're seeing now, who he is amazing. And he finally, I feel like for you know, other than our GYN, who is a godsend of all the doctors that dismissed us and belittled us and didn't take us seriously. He listened. He was so optimistic for us. And that was when we were like, okay, we can, we can think about maybe trying again at some point. And so a few months passed before we, decided that we were ready to start trying again maybe it was while we were in the middle of all of the testing for the fertility clinic and they tell you to at least in our case they told us not to stop trying um, and that if we were to get pregnant again on our own that they would follow us very closely and so a few months passed and we decided okay we're we're ready we can start trying again we're still waiting on you know a couple tests to come back but at this point everything had come back quote unquote normal and we found out that we were pregnant again in April but literally we had a positive pregnancy test on a Friday and by Saturday the lines on the pregnancy test had started to get lighter and lighter and so I just knew that something wasn't right that something was wrong I did blood work that following week and that kind of confirmed our suspicions So at this point now, we're going through our third loss, and I was actually in my car driving to go do a photo shoot for a senior session. I had started to have some really bad cramps, and and I just knew that my body was finally kind of catching on to what was happening, but it was while I was driving to that photo shoot that I had the idea of putting this podcast together. I had told myself that if we were having to go through this again, that I needed to make something positive out of this because this is the hardest thing, but I needed to make something positive out of it, and that is where we are now. I don't know what the future holds for us. I know that we are very much in the thick of it all right now. Um, we are going to be having a meeting with our fertility clinic doctor here soon where we can kind of think about next steps and what we want to do, but that's kind of where we're at. There's no pretty bow on our story at the moment. I know that, you know, eventually we're going to figure this out, but for right now, we're here, and Through this podcast and through some other episodes, I really want to dive into some of those, I call them the ugly feelings that you experience after a loss or through infertility because I was so angry at so many things. It was posts that I was seeing on social media, it was people, it was God, I was so angry. I had all of these like super just ugly feelings and I want to talk about that. I want to highlight the good. I'm so thankful for our amazing doctor that we're with right now, who takes us seriously and who gives us hope. I think that that is so important. And if you're in the thick of it with your trying to conceive journey, I want you to know that you are not alone. I want you to know that it's okay to have good days and it's okay to have bad days. I will be doing another podcast, like I said, about just the roller coaster. That is all of this. But I just want you to know that it's it's normal to feel all the feels. And I want you to know that one way or another, we're going to be okay. If you're somebody who is sitting in your anger, in your grief, in your sadness, I hope that what my cousin said to me hits home with you because I think it is so important. It's okay to feel those things. But do your best to not be stuck there. And that's what we're going to kind of talk about next week. Next week, I want to go dive in a little bit deeper into a post that I made on our Instagram about the 10 things that have helped me to stay positive throughout all of this. Disclaimer, that doesn't mean that every single day... I've been positive every single day. I felt good because I have not. It has been far from that. But overall, I feel like I have tried to remain positive, tried to remain hopeful. And I feel like I'm finally at peace with where we are. And so I'm going to talk about that a little bit more next week, dive into what helps me to stay positive, even on the hard days. And I hope you listen in for that. I will also be putting an email list together for those of you who are interested in signing up for that. So keep an eye out for that. That will be coming very soon. I also have already had an amazing amount of people reach out to me and tell me that they would love to be on the podcast and share their story. So I'll be putting a form together for those of you who would like to sign up for that. And I think those are all of the updates that I have, at least for right now. Um... So, as always, thank you for your support. Thank you for tuning in. If you don't already follow our Instagram page, please go follow that. It is at Talking About TTC Podcast. Go ahead and give this podcast a follow wherever you're listening to it. Give it a download. Share the links. Share all the things. And I will talk to you soon.